Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hello, welcome to Living Box Free. I'm Ashley Insights. And I'm Becky Ford. And we have been in the middle of our respect series, respecting friends and relationships, respecting boundaries, respecting all kinds of different things. And it's been a little bit heavy. There are some pretty serious topics. So we decided to take a little bit of a lighter, more fun topic, but it's also going to be helpful going into the new year. So we're going to talk about respecting simplicity and simplifying your life. But first, because we are on the rise group, what's on the rise for you this week, Becky? My favorite question. (laughs) (laughs) On the rise for me this week, we have been decorating for Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. And specifically learning how to decorate with a now 15 month old, Mm -hmm. which uh, I think it was like within 10 minutes, I saw him throwing an ornament on the floor, the hard floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) we have these two little trees that are on either side of like in our living room on the floor, these little trees. And he just thinks it's hilarious to go knock them over. So as of right now, as you have seen in our house, there are no ornaments on any trees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a few ornaments at the very top of one of them. (laughs) So we're still figuring out how do we still make this look put together without broken glass or, (laughs) uh, you know, too many minefields going on here. Do you need like a picket fence around your trees or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, Chain link fence, something like that. Look really, (laughs) really beautiful. He also, yeah, very festive. We have this garland that Uh we both think is so pretty and it it like has this frosted fake snow and berries. Uh multiple times he's picked off a berry and goes to eat it. We're like, no, 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 don't do it. So we're like, make it go higher, make it higher. He can reach it still. (laughs) So, you know, just trying to protect my child from eating fake berries. (laughs) What about you? Well, mine is, um, sort of similar except different. I, my roommate and I decorated our house last night. Uh, and we decided since we had nowhere to be and, uh, that both of us were going to start eating clean this morning that we might as well like clean out basically the liquor cabinet. And so, <laughs> yes. well, we ended up drinking two bottles of wine and it, awesome. which is pretty impressive for the two of us. And, yeah. uh, I was genuinely concerned about the, the decorating situation. So when I was, <laughs> came down this morning downstairs, I was concerned, but it looks fine. Everything looks fine. That's impressive. Everything seems like even and, you know, centered. <laughs> I, th- I think it's, I think it turned out well, actually. You don't have like Halloween pumpkins no, up still. No. Yeah. I, at some point I had to hammer something into the wall and my roommate was just like doubled over with laughter at the fact that I was trying to stand on this ladder and hammer and, you know, while being yeah. hammered. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> they pay you for the, pay you the big bucks for the joke. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> they sure do. My salary reflects my quality. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe, maybe if you're lucky, Ash will take a picture of some of those decorations. Yes. There's really not much. It looks, it looks good. Yeah. There's, it's, it's not much to see. I love it. Sponsored by whatever brand of wine. I could not tell you. You in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't tell you what it was. It was that good. It was that good. (laughs) Well, hopefully you all had a chance uh, to decorate Mm -hmm. as well for whatever holiday you celebrate. Yep. It sounds like we both have some fun. Christmas decorations, some with more ornaments than others. Yes. Oh, I did. We did make an effort, even in our slightly intoxicated state, 
to put only soft ornaments at the bottom for when Sawyer comes. Oh, over. that's so sweet. So we did. We made an effort. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. No guarantees. <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I'm sure he will enjoy those. Yes. Yep. Uh, as we talk about our respect series here, one of the things we're going to focus on today is respecting simplicity, as Ash mentioned. And simplicity, this is a light topic, and you can feel lighter as you get rid of stuff <laughs> and you simplify your life. For some of us in 2020, this it might have automatically started to happen since we spent so much more time at home. Yeah. And for others, maybe you just became a hoarder. I don't know. Maybe you collect a bunch of stuff because you shop too much online. Uh, or both. Or both. <laughs> just confusing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So what, what we're going to talk about today, first off, we're going to talk about why. Mm -hmm. What are the benefits of assessing your life and asking yourself, where can I simplify? How will that benefit you? Second, we're going to talk about clutter and how do we declutter? We've got some fun facts on clutter that most Americans have. We'll share. And then finally, minimizing choices. Mm. A part of simplifying our life isn't just the things, but it's also the choices that we have to yeah. make on a daily basis. Absolutely. So those are the three key things we're going to talk through here today. We're going to start off with the why. Mm -hmm. Why is this beneficial? There's four, four key benefits, and there's many benefits, but let's just talk about a few of them. Great. One, simplifying your life, you can save money. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I what The first example that popped in my head, uh -huh. cutting hair. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I know when I first moved to Indiana, I went to a salon, and I think it cost like, it was over, I don't know. 75 bucks or something to get a yeah. haircut. Yep. And I know that like for some people that's their self care. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> Ash knows this about me. I'm like, man, I trim my own bangs. And <laughs> since 2020, I think I got a haircut once yep. and I'll trim my own hair. And, uh, Ash, she's, she has volunteered to give me <laughs> layers, which I think I might accept. I need to schedule a time at that salon. Yeah. yeah. It's the, very, it's, it's packed. Yeah. My, my schedule is packed. So you better sneak in now. Yeah. But <laughs> for me, it's like, it saves me time. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's, a, it, it's simple. Like I don't need any super cool do. I just yeah. let my hair grow and trim it every once in a while. I think having that feeling about a lot of things is does save you money. I mean, mm -hmm. I drive an old car and so I don't care what happens to it. And in some ways that minimizes my choices. So we can talk yeah. about that later, but it also saves me my money because I'm not going and getting it washed all the time. I mean, I mm -hmm. wash it to get the salt off it, but things like that, if you can be okay with having low level or low maintenance items, it does save you money. Yep. That makes me think of your blog post. The most recent time your car puttered oh, out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Drive till the wheels fall off. Yep. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. So that's one saving money, oh, car haircuts. I'm sure there's a million other things, yeah. even, you know, shopping. I got a Costco membership. Yep. I can buy in bulk. I haven't bought diapers in months wow. and I was buying diapers like every other week. And you have not potty trained just to be clear. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. <laughs> and this isn't for me or my husband. Okay. This is for our child, okay. the diapers. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> yeah, but however, road trips, I could see that being handy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the first one. Second one, <laughs> simplifying uh, your life can reduce stress. Oh. So one, one example for me, <laughs> and we'll talk about this more, when it comes to getting dressed, I told Ash this the other day, I went into the office two weeks ago 
for a face-to-face training. And it was my first face-to-face meeting of the year. Wow. And I could not believe how long it took me to figure out what to wear. <laughs> yeah. And I have just been so blessed in the last almost two years. I wear leggings and an Alenco polo yep. every day. And I get ready so quickly and I feel like I'm wearing the brand. Polo is like that. I'm not too overdressed, but I'm also not underdressed because you can't see my bottom half. <laughs> and and that day when I had to go into the office and I had all these clothes I haven't worn in forever, and I'm like, these aren't comfortable. This doesn't match. Da right. da 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 da. So for and that's one of the things I've been focusing on is simplifying my wardrobe. Yeah. And I think about Steve Jobs, like wore the same thing, and I totally get it now yes. because it saves me time and it's way less stressful to just grab a polo and have kind of that type of. I hate to say uniform, but that type of just routine of yeah. wearing the same thing for certain purposes. Yeah. I know for me, one of the <laughs> the times that it takes me the longest to get dressed is when it doesn't matter at all. That's the yes. most stressful time is is when it does not matter. And then I, I have to make decisions because I'm like, what do I want to wear? Not just what do, mm-hmm. what do I have to wear? And so it, it gets stressful, even though yeah. it doesn't matter at all. I think the other st- stressor can be uh, it, cooking, like recipes, mm. if you are trying. I mean, some people, I, again... All of the suggestions and examples we use, some people need to ignore them because if yeah. you love finding new recipes and that brings you joy, please, by all means, go find new recipes. Yep. But having some simple standard recipes, you don't have to stress about whether or not you mm-hmm. know what to cook. I, we just always cook this on Mondays. Yes, that is a great example. And and one of the examples I have later on, too, is about food. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, another So third reason here are benefits of simplifying your life. You can be more present. Mm. And I know that from a clutter standpoint, this is a big a big piece. And even since working from home, I can tell such a huge difference when things are put away and clean and decluttered, me being focused and present versus being distracted. Yeah. I know. So I clean my room every Friday night. I think we've talked about this in the mm-hmm. past. And one of the reasons is because I will look around and see the stuff and I'll start thinking about, whether I need to take care of that or handle that thing, you know, there's a pile of papers over there and I'm look over and I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to pay those bills. And it does distract me to have those things sitting out where I can see them Mm -hmm. as opposed to, I've just decided I'm done for the week, putting them away, putting them where they belong, moving on. Yep. Absolutely. Fourth, fourth reason benefit to simplifying your life, gaining time to focus on your health and personal life, creating balance. And, and here's, here's kind of this point by simplifying your life and decreasing the stress, the amount of choices, the clutter that you have to deal with, that's going to give you more space and more time, whether that's maybe you want to journal and you want to really be mindful and practice that, or maybe you're, you want that extra hour. Uh, I know one of the things i I talked about a couple of weeks ago during this coaching training I was going through, I talked about our dishes we have so many skillets and what <laughs> happens is sometimes when life gets busy, instead of washing it, all of a sudden it's like we have eight skillets in our sink <laughs> because someone just keeps grabbing another, yeah. a new one. And I'm like, we don't need this many skillets. Right. And so by even just getting rid of that, I'm eliminating the amount of dishes we have to do. If we only have like two that we really need, we clean them every time versus I'm 
cleaning like a dozen. How yeah. did I get a dozen skillets? Yeah. Where did this, <laughs> how did this Where happen? Where's the skillet fairy? <laughs> Where's the skillet fairy and why doesn't she do dishes? And can't she come <laughs> to my house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's just, and that's a very basic example, but yeah. by simplifying, ultimately you should create more time in order to focus on other things that are really important. Yeah, I've, I sometimes wonder how much time I spend in my lifetime looking for t- tops and bottoms of Tupperware oh, that match. Yes. You know? Yes. And so I've gotten to this point in my life where I'm like, if I can't find the lid for it, it's going. It's just yep. gone. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this again because it might be in the dishwasher, but it might not. And yeah. I don't know. So it's just out of here. <laughs> and if it's not, it's going to frustrate you. <laughs> I even do it at my friend's house. I go to my friend's house most weeks for dinner and that I'll sometimes put the food away and I'll be like, wait, does this bottom not have a top? <laughs> I'm getting rid of it. I don't know if they appreciate it. They're like, it, where did that one go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how they feel about that situation. But. Well, if they didn't know that that was you doing that, they now do. Now <laughs> well, they know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Simplifying your life. Yeah. <laughs> free, free of charge. Exactly. So those are four key benefits. Why we should take those steps. And this is a great time. December, going into the new year to really think, how do I simplify my life so I have more time to focus on those New Year's resolutions, those goals that I have for 2022? Let's start first with decluttering. Big thumbs up from Ash. Here's just some interesting statistics. I'm not going to read through all of them, but I'll read a few. Uh, 54% of Americans are overwhelmed by the amount of clutter that they have, but 78% have no idea what to do with it? 78%. Wow. We're going we're gonna to try to tell you what to do with it Okay. today. Uh, I, some other I'll things. I'll tell you what to do with it. You can. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm in a weird mood today, everybody. She's sassy. <laughs> she is sassy today. Uh, 25% of Americans don't have room to park in their garage oh, at all. I've thought about that before of like how many people end up parking in their driveway. Yes. Just using garage as storage. Ash, Ash sees our neighbors. Their yard is always decorated. Yes. Right now it has a, a Christmas unicorn. It it does. It I, really does, does. I didn't even notice that. There's just so much going on. I there didn't even notice a, the Christmas unicorn. Yeah, very unique. Uh, a Christmas blow-up unicorn in their front yard. Their garage is just full of decorations. They and have a Doctor Who box out there for all yeah. of you Doctor Who fans. Yeah. And our our garage, I cannot say, is perfect either. But we do, we do have space to park two cars. That's good. I usually don't park mine in there just because Sawyer, it's hard to get him out yes, of his car seat. But anyway, not that I need to justify that. But <laughs> All right. Removing junk was the top answer for how people could uh, like their garage more. Oh, interesting. So not surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's some interesting facts. Women have an average of $1,000 to $2,500 of clothing sitting in their wardrobe. of women have more than $10,000 worth of clothing sitting in their closet. So funny story. (laughs) (laughs) What is your closet's net worth, Ash? (laughs) Recently, uh, my roommate forgot to pay her insurance bill. And Mm. so she realized suddenly, oh, for whatever reason, it like didn't bundle together the payments or something. So she paid her car insurance, but not her renter's insurance. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, well, you know, we better not burn the house down right now. I don't have rental insurance. <laughs> and I don't even know how it came up, but I ended up asking how much she had. And she said 20000 And I was like, that is not enough. 
for the oh. amount of stuff that you have. Yeah. And so she didn't believe me. She was like, there's no way I have more than $20,000 worth of stuff. And I was like, you probably have $10,000 worth of stuff in your bedroom alone. And wow. she didn't believe me. And so I went, we went up there and I started counting things and adding things up. And sure enough, it was like $10,000 worth of stuff in her bedroom. And that's not like, I'm not calling her out on that. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. That's perfectly normal. So I absolutely agree with this. Statistic. I would. Yeah. I've never done that. That's an interesting activity. Yeah. What is the worth of your bedroom? Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of other facts in here. I, I want this one's a digital. When we talk about decluttering the digital space, there's a, so in general, Americans spend on average two and a half days a year looking for misplaced stuff. Four and a half hours a week is spent looking for digital documents. Oh, I believe that. Yes. So organization and declutter is also in our digital life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I wish I remember where I read this, but it talks about if you're going to buy something or get something, whether that's an app or whether it's, you know, an item, um, you're not just thinking about, can I afford this now, but can you afford the money it takes to maintain it? Can you afford the space it takes to store it? And can you afford the time it takes to maintain it and to have it in your life for however long you're going to have it. So Mm -hmm. if you're deciding, you know what, I'm going to buy my own snowboard. Well, yeah, you can afford it now. Can you afford to maintain it? Can you afford Mm. to look for it? (laughs) Yeah. You sound like my parents when I said I wanted goats. I was like, this lady's selling me a goat for $20, mom. She's like, it doesn't just cost 20 bucks, Becky, but it's $20 and it's black. It's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what you just flashbacks to my mom. (laughs) Only you. Okay. I know the suspense is killing you. She did not let me buy a goat. (laughs) So I got shut down on that. I'm so sorry. Dang it. Someday. Okay. So those are just some fun facts as to everything clutter wise, people in their garages, how much time we spend looking for things. Let's talk about some common clutter just to help you as you look throughout your home, your living space. These are common things. Expired foods. Mm, Yep. Yes. Tristan and I try to do a good job of like throwing stuff out and it's amazing how things can hide. Yes. Yes. I cleaned out the pantry yesterday. It does hide. Great. Magazines. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of us don't get magazines anymore. Most, yeah, yeah. depends. But I, I definitely saved magazines from a long time ago. Newspapers, junk mail, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, clothes needing to be repaired. Mm. Actually, just yesterday, I feel like a great wife, Tristan had a coat and the button was coming off and I sewed it. He goes, can you sew this back on? I go, yeah. And he goes, how long will it take? I go, five minutes. Wow. And I did it. Yeah. Becky. I'm so impressed. Knock on wood, it's still on. <laughs> it is still on the jacket. But that, but how many things, I mean, I even think about clothes. I'm like, I love this shirt, but it's too big. I need to take right. it in. And then I never do it. Right. Old broken eyeglasses was a common one. Interesting. Bargain items you never needed, like bulk, <laughs> bulk things that you buy. Yeah. Aspirational clutter for the future. Oh, yeah. I think about books. It's probably, I, I can think of a lot of people who've given me books. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read that someday. I call that my emotional support pile of books. <laughs> yeah. Is it supporting you or is it making you more stressed? Uh, depends on the day. <laughs> oh, I also put, I thought one of the first things that came to my mind, aspirational clutter. I remember over the pandemic, one of our friends bought us like a Stairmaster oh, thing. Yeah. And then I asked her, I was like, how often do you use it? She goes, I think I used it twice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most of, there's a whole room in my parents' house that's aspirational clutter. Yes. Yeah. Yes sentimental clutter. That's another Mm, one. That is so hard. I've started taking pictures of things. 
Yeah. And just then getting rid of, rid of it. But that that's a challenging one. Yes. Just so it is, we're recording this around, it's the Thanksgiving holiday. And let's talk about how do we declutter. One of the tactics, one of the things that I like to do, I am a all in declutterer. Mm. Uh, instead Doesn't of surprise me. Yeah. I'm like, we are spending this day and we are annihilating, <laughs> annihilating, getting rid of stuff. So the day after Thanksgiving, I think it was the day after Tristan and I, we went through, like I went through all my books. I got rid of, I have like a box full of books to go to Goodwill. <clears throat> we moved things around. We got rid of old decorations we don't need. And it was just like a day project. And that that's my speed. Mm-hmm. Um, once I get in, I'm like addicted to getting it done. <laughs> it's very hard for me to stop. And that's yeah. just my personality. Whereas some people, it might be easier to pick a room. Mm-hmm. And maybe you say, hey, every every Friday, I'm going to clean my room and I'm going to choose one room in my house or whatnot to declutter or just pick a few things that I don't need anymore. Yeah. Or you could even pick a number and say, I'm going to get mm-hmm. rid of five things a day. Yeah. You get rid of five things a day for a month. That's a lot of stuff, man. That is a lot of stuff. Yes. I even think about little things. I'm like, I have head, all these headbands. I don't ever, I don't ever wear those. I could probably get rid of those five things pretty easily in a day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another, that's a great, so if you're all in like me, maybe you choose a day. I like to choose a day that I have off from work, but it's not the weekend. So I feel like I'm capitalizing on that time. Mm. And I just, I'm like all in, let's do it. Five things a day. Love that suggestion. Yeah. Yep. We, we also have another idea and actually one of our friends introduced me to this. It was a swap. So like clothes, mm. uh, actually Amanda, she, a long time ago, well, a couple years ago, it was a clothing swap. And to this day, there's some girls at the gym who wear some of my old pants yeah. that like they fit them great. They don't, they didn't fit me anymore. Yeah. And so it's a way of getting rid of things, but you also feel like you're helping friends or helping someone else. Yeah. That's awesome. Other tips for decluttering. Um, I mean, I think selling things is a great option because mm-hmm. it does help you feel like, especially if you paid for something, it does help you feel like you're getting some of that money back and it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as much. But yeah, if you give yourself an experience or you tell yourself, I'm going to sell, you know, 15 things or I'm going to sell this pile of things and then I'm going to take myself out to lunch or mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, go to see a movie or take my family to do whatever and that way you're rewarding yourself, mm-hmm. but you're not gain, getting more stuff with it. Yep. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I did do Facebook Marketplace for the first time. It's a couple. So it's probably like four weeks ago because okay. we bought a new couch. So mm-hmm. to sell our old couch. And I was so overwhelmed at first. I got like 50 Facebook messages. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. In a matter of like an hour. Yep. I was like, this is, I signed, I signed up for way more than I realized. Yep. <laughs> However, some people love it. Yeah. Yep. And you can make money. So those are a few tips on decluttering. Pick a room or maybe it's five things a day or maybe you just schedule a day and you say we're all in. We're going to declutter this room. We're going to turn it up upside down, take things to goodwill, sell it, throw it away, whatever, whatever you you need. We believe in you. We believe in you. And this is a good thing to do, not just once, but routinely, Mm -hmm. maybe a couple times a year. Let's talk about our last piece here on simplification. Minimizing choices. I love this because I feel like we don't talk about this as as much as Mm. decluttering. Like we talk about decluttering, but I don't think we talk about minimizing choices very often. Yes. What comes to your mind when you think about the power of minimizing your choices? Oh, 
freedom to not think about things. Mm -hmm. That's what comes to my mind. Like, I don't want to have to think about all of the tiny little things that I do every single day. Mm -hmm. So having the, yeah, just, it sounds so appealing to me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) To have freedom. I don't know if that's what you were asking. No, yeah, yeah. that is, absolutely. And there's, there's two books, concepts out there that I think a lot of people would be interested in. The Paradox of Choice Another one is the choice overload effect, but both of them ultimately get to this point, similar to what Ash said, by minimizing your choices, it gives you more freedom and it decreases stress. Here's, here's a quote from the book, the paradox of choice. Um, Schwartz is the author. He says autonomy and freedom. So look at that. Your word Mm. choice, freedom of choice are critical to our well-being, and choice is critical to freedom and autonomy. Nonetheless, Though, though modern Americans have more choice than any group of people ever have before, uh, presumably more freedom and autonomy, we don't seem to be benefiting from it psychologically. Yeah. And he talks in this book about more choices. You don't, it takes more time and that increases anxiety. I remember in when I was a psych major, we studied or we learned about this study they did of people who shopped like they went grocery shopping, they were shopping for peanut butter. Mm -hmm. And if you had, (laughs) they like tested, they had them choose between two types of peanut butter or two brands. And then I think either five or six brands of peanut butter. And then they had them taste the peanut butter. Mm -hmm. And everyone who chose between two brands of peanut butter was happier with their choice than everyone who chose between five or six brands of peanut butter, which is crazy. Cause it's the same, like you could make the same choice. I could choose Jif in both situations and still be happier if I only had to make two, you know, decide yes. between two things. That's, that's nuts. It might be the same study that's in this book. Because yeah. Schwartz, it talks about a lot of shopping Sorry, did I stuff. I just steal your thunder? No, I didn't. No, I didn't have it in here. But it, but exactly. Yeah. And I can't remember. I think it was like 3% were satisfied yeah. when they had more choices. Yep. It was extremely low number. Which is why I love shopping at Aldi. Because usually mm-hmm. there's one, maybe two versions of something. And it's like. I walk in, if I want yogurt, I get this yogurt. That's my yep. option. If I if I want cucumbers, I get those cucumbers. It's not, okay, do you want organic cucumbers? Mm-hmm. Do you want English cucumbers? Do you want miniature cucumbers? <laughs> do you want... And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> miniature, I love it. Well, <laughs> It's fun size yeah. of <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> Too many choices. Uh, let's, okay, so we know decreasing our choices, it's going to decrease stress. We're going to have more time and more freedom to do other things. Yeah. A few. And it's the first thing I have on here. Where can we minimize choices? I actually have grocery shopping at mm-hmm. the top of the list. And maybe that is because there's been a lot of studies in that space. For me, almost every week it is, I have my groceries delivered and I have my list of what I order every week and I can just click and it's ready to go. I don't have to walk through aisles and be like, oh no, there's two types of or three types of milk now from Fairlife. Right. I'm like, this is the Fairlife milk I get. Click, click, click. And it's just delivered. And so that for me, I love doing the automated online stuff because it's already in there. I know it's going to show up and I'm not going to get distracted. Yeah. Any tips for, for you grocery shopping? You said Aldi. Yeah. I mean, that is the reason why I love Aldi. I think making sure you have a list is helpful because you can do that even if you don't want to shop online. You can still make a list and just go in and say, I'm not, today is not the day that I'm getting extra things. You can yeah. give yourself days when you're like, you know what, I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy whatever I want. And that makes me happy. But yeah, if you don't do that on a regular basis, then you'll get used to 
having habits and buying the same thing over and over again, minimizing your stress. Yay. That's what we want. Yay. (laughs) I I put clothing on here. We already mentioned that. You can do a capsule wardrobe if you don't know what that is. It's basically where you have everything that you own goes together and you have minimal options. I have a sort of, I kind of have a capsule wardrobe, not really anymore. I've fallen out of the habit, but you can, lots of options on Pinterest if you're, if you're wanting, want to know more about that. There you go. I'm all about simplifying the wardrobe. So that one, that one's huge for me personally. It's just easier because I have I have less time in my morning to get ready now that I have a child. Yeah. And so it's become even more important for me personally. Vacations. I will never forget the first year, Tristan and I always took vacations based on where my grandpa had timeshares. Oh, yeah. He passed away, and then we had to decide where to go on vacation, and there's no timeshares. And it was like the world is our oyster. (laughs) And it was so hard to decide. Yeah. And then we based it off, where can we get a direct flight? We want to go to the beach, blah, blah, blah. And so this is a space, and I know some people do this really well. They have a travel agent that they trust, and they just let them pick, and they say, this is what we want. This is the type of experience we want, how much we want to spend, and that agent can tell them, this is this is the perfect recommendation for you. Yeah. And not everyone, not everyone wants a travel agent, but that is just one example of how you can simplify vacations. All-inclusives are another good option, because yeah. you, you already know where you're eating, and you getting, mm-hmm. you know, all the services and those kinds of things. Yep. Cruises. Yep. Probably an example of that. Here's back to food lunch. Mm. I remember when I was in the office back in 2019 and prior, <laughs> I remember people being stressed about where to go eat lunch and this yeah. long conversation of <laughs> Ash, where do you want to go? I don't care. Where do you want to go? I don't care. I don't like, I don't like Thai. I don't yeah. like burgers. And, and for me, I just, I love taking my lunch when I was in the office and it's simple and it's like, I know what I'm eating. I don't have to stress out about where am I going at 12? I'm going to microwave my food and I'm, I'm ready to go. Right. And that also goes back to, as Ash mentioned, you know, cooking and recipes. Like I eat the same for the most part, the same routine thing all the time. And that's one less thing for me to think about. Yeah. And it's, challenging when you're dealing with the social stuff of it mm-hmm. with lunches and eating out and all that. I mean, my friend just texted me 20 minutes ago and said, Hey, can we meet for breakfast or lunch tomorrow? And I, my immediate first thought was, well, I already, already made breakfast and lunch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. What am I, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. Where are we going to eat? Ah. And I, I feel like I can just text her back and be like, Hey, can we do coffee in the afternoon instead? Yep. And it's not a big deal. That's perfect. Cause I, then I can get an afternoon pick me up and it's going to be fine. Yep. Anywhere else you can think of recommendations for reducing the amount of choices that we have to make? I mean, we talked about menus. Um, mm-hmm. I think timing, like if you just establish some routines, like bedtime yes. routines, especially if you're not thinking about, okay, what time do I need to get go to bed in order to get up at such and such, you know, if I want to get eight hours or whatever, like you just go to bed at 11, get mm-hmm. up at seven, you know? Um, I think routines are a big one because it, you just, you know, what you're going to do and at what time looking at your week ahead of time and saying, this is making all of those decisions at once and still, instead of kind of playing it by ear and then having to make many more multiple decisions in the process. Those are some of my big ones. Yeah, that's it. That's a great call out. I have on my calendar just blocked time when I know, and, and for me, I always do 30 minutes to plan my entire week and I have blocked when I'm going to the gym when I'm picking up my kid, all of that stuff. And that, yeah, it eliminate, eliminates those day-to-day choices when 
you can allow your emotions to maybe cause you to do something or not do something that you know you should. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Great tips. We hope that this was helpful. A nice light topic as we talk about lightening up the things in your life. And hopefully pretty simple. Yeah. And pretty simple. And, And this is a great here at the end of the year, we challenge you pick some stuff to declutter. Where can you simplify the choices that you have to make to reduce stress? And ultimately the goal is to create more space so you can focus on what's important to you, which could also be rest. Yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. Could be important to you. Totally acceptable sometimes. Yep. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Tune in next week as we continue our series on respect. Check you later.